In today's podcast, we're going to talk about why you can't just focus on one specific thing to completely change your business. I'm Oscar, and this is a Detailing Business Class Podcast. And welcome back to another podcast episode. Hopefully, you're having a fantastic day, and hopefully, your first month in 2022 is off to a fantastic start. In today's podcast episode, we're going to talk about why it's never just one thing that needs to happen in your business in order for it to change. Meaning you can't just bank or hope or wish or or, or really put all your faith in this one thing to happen that'll change the, the trajectory of your business, right? It's not just about, you know, you're, you're hoping and, and, and really wishing that this, this one thing, if you had this one thing, just this one thing, then you can go out and be successful. It's really not like that. And hopefully, you know, I'm not crushing anyone's hopes and dreams or anything, but I do want to be straightforward and kind of just, you know, let you know that it's not just one, it'll never be just one thing that you focus on that shifts everything in your business. Now, there there are things that will help you along the way that once you knock out this thing or you start working on this and you kind of get that running, then that would kind of compound um, and build upon the foundation or the, or the blocks that you're building in order to keep on growing, but to just say, you know, to get fixated on that, on that one thing, because just that one thing will change everything is usually not how it works. So first and foremost, let's get started with the, well, I have my notes here pulled up on the, um, on my Asana because I do be forgetting what I'm supposed to be talking about. So I'll be referencing my notes. If you're watching this on the YouTube video, if you're just on the audio podcast and you know, I'm just keep on talking. So first point that I want to I want to I want to um, talk about is that this usually happens more often when you're in the beginning phases. Um, that's usually when people are like in the in the in the I call it the hopeful phase or the hoping phase, uh, because you don't really have a solid foundation or you don't really have your, you know, your feet grounded on what you're supposed to be doing in order to kind of grow your business and to make money. So, you know, typically you, you'll kind of say and it, it really depends on your situation, right? No two people will be alike. No two people, no two businesses will be alike. I don't care if you're in the same city with the same financial situation, with the same, like every person will be different. The way you build your business will be unique to you, okay? It will be unique to you. It doesn't matter what you think or what other person has or what you guys are starting off with. Every individual person will build their business in a different way. It's just the way the cookie crumbles, Okay. So typically when you're first getting started, you really, you know, it's like if I just had a bit more money, I could go and do X, Y, Z. If I had just a bit more uh, experience, I could go and actually do some paint correction. If I had a bit more experience, I'd have confidence to do ceramic coatings and I could charge a lot more. If I had just the right tools and products, I could offer more services and that could make me more money. And you can, you will, if you play the what if game, you will always lose because you could always find something that you think you need in order to actually take the next step forward in your business. Uh, you will always, always, always lose the what if game, right? If I had just a bit more money, if I had just a bit more tools, if I had just a bit more experience, if I had just a bit more resources, if I had just a bit more time, just if I, it just, if, if I had this, if I had that, I'd be able to go and accomplish this. And the reality is that's not how it works. So right, right now, if, if, if you're spending, let's say, you know, I don't know, I'm making up a number here, 10 hours a week on your business. And you're like, man, like, I really want to get this thing going. I, I really want to go and make some real money. I want to make this a full-time thing. I'm tired of my job. I'm tired of my boss. I'm tired of my life. Like, I want to go and do this thing because this is what I, what I really want. This is what I'm so passionate about. I'm so hungry and motivated to go out and do it. 
and you're saying, man, if, if I'm able to spend full time on this, man, I, I'd be able to, to, to get more results. I'd be able to make more money. I'd be able to, to, to get to my, to my goal faster. And you go from, let's say you, you quit your job. And that's, that's the main thing you're looking at. Just If I just had more time, you quit your job or you decrease your hours and, and, and now you're putting in 20, 25, 30 hours a week on your business. Yet your finances don't change, right? You're, you're not making any more money in your business, even though you just got, you know, maybe double or triple the amount of hours per week in your business. Well, why is that, right? Was it just time? And I see this happen all the time. I mean, this is a commonality between anyone that wants to start their business. If I just had more time, if I just left my full-time job, if I just left this place, I could spend all my time on this business. And to some people, it will work because they have a few other things in place. But to most of us, to most people that leave their job because they're really motivated to go and build their business, it typically doesn't work out that way. Because time is not the only factor that you need to take into account in order to keep on growing your business, right? And this is going to be a very loose topic in terms of what growth means, right? Does that mean making your first 1000 a month, your first 5000 a month, your first 15000 a month? Like, I don't know what that means to you. Just keep things very loosely in terms of what that next step or, or, or what that goal means. So, you know, how many times have you seen or heard someone where they, they, they leave their full-time job and they're like, man, you know, I'm, I'm going to put all my time and attention. Like, I'm going to hustle every day. I'm going to work hard to this every day. Like, you know, nothing's going to stop me. And, you know, they, they now go from 10 hours a week to, to 25 to 30 hours a week. And, well, they, they start struggling, right? They're not making the money that, that, that they thought they would. Their, their, their reserves, their financial reserves, right? Maybe they have 5000 10000 in the bank. It's dwindling down pretty quick. And now they're thinking, man, like I'm, I'm, I'm putting in all this time and energy, but I'm still not getting any results. Like what's going on? You know, so that, that's the time part, right? I, I wish I had more time. If you have more time, it, you know, it'll help, but it's, it's not going to be the only thing that'll shift your business, right? And then the other one, the biggest one is going to be if I had more money, right? If I had more money for the training, if I had more money for the tools and products, if I had more money for the website, if I had more money, to run that. It's just if I just had more money, I could grow this business. And again, same thing. And I'm going to take this a bit to the extreme here, but let's talk about tech startups, right? Let's talk about companies that go out there to New York, to wherever, and they go raise money from angel investors, venture capitalists, what have you, right? And these are companies that can sometimes raise depending on the seed round, depending on, you know, a, a lot of factors, but, you know, they might raise $3 million their first round. A year and a half later, they raise an additional $12 million. You know, another six months later, they raise $10 million, right? So this is round after round, whether it's within, you know, a year, five years, 10 years, they can raise $5 million, $25 million, $50 million, $75 million, $100 million, $200 million, right? And this is people giving them money saying, hey, I believe in what you're saying. I believe in your vision. Here's $25 million. It's not debt. It's equity, right? I'm going to give you $25 million. I'm simplifying this process, but I'm going to give you $25 million in exchange for 5% of the company. Now go grow it, and I want you to scale all the way up to, you know, $200 million in valuation over the next three years. Or, you know, I want a $500 million uh, valuation in the next seven years. So that's, that's what they do, right? It's just these two founders or a founder or three founders go out and they pitch these, 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 um, these investors and say, hey, give me as, as much money as, you, as, as I can get in order to scale this thing as big as I can get it. And a lot of times, it's, it's a long explanation, but just, just bear with me here. Um, a lot of times, not a lot of times, but tech startups 
can raise a lot of money. I mean, in the tens and hundreds of millions of dollars where these investors are giving them this money saying, hey, here, here's $50 million. Go out and build an amazing company and, you know, build it as big as you can get it. And they're giving them this money so they can fuel growth. Go hire people. Go spend it on advertising. Go spend it on marketing. Go spend it, spend it on product development. Like, go spend all this money. I, we want to see growth. We want to see the numbers go up. I want you to jump jump from, you know, $3 million per month to uh, $12 million per month within the next four years. Like, that's the type of growth that they want to see, right? And why is it that many companies, even though they're raising a lot of capital, whether it's $3 million, $13 million, or $30 million, why do companies still go out of business, right? Why are they able to, to, to hire the best talent, and to spend money on advertising and marketing and to spend money on product development and to, you know, have connections to other entrepreneurs or founders or invest. Like they have everything that they, that they need, right? Every, money, resources, uh, uh, the, 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 the financial backing. Yet within three, four, five years, they got to close down, right? Because they weren't able to be profitable. They weren't able to actually build a business. And that's just to give you a very extreme example of even if you have, millions and millions of dollars, it doesn't guarantee anything, right? Of course, we're ne- a detail company will never go that route, right? There's been a few ones like Cherry or th- that raised like a few million dollars to be an on-demand car wash app, but they typically fizzle out pretty quick. Um, and, and just take a look at another example, right? Box office movies, right? How many, how many times has a company raised or, or how many, you know, you always hear like, the, you know, they... Um, they had a $25 million budget, a $50 million budget, a $100 million budget. And does every big box office budget movie knock it out of the park, right? Like if, if a movie gets $50 million in budget, is it going to be like a huge blockbuster hit? No, a lot of times it's not, right? A lot of times the movie that has like a big budget doesn't turn out to do well. It doesn't meet the the what 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 they thought was, you know, the, the kind of ratings or the, the revenue that it's going to generate, even though they had a big budget. So, you know, again, those are extreme cases. Do we need a million dollars to start a detailing, a detailing business? No. Do we need $10,000 to start a detailing business? No. So it's like, I want to kind of put it in your head that like, if you think you need more money to go do something, you don't. Because it's, it's like, it's a very, if you know where to put that money, you can make a little money go a long way. But the mindset that a lot of detailers have is that you need the most money to go do the most things, if that's making sense. So like, obviously with, with experience now, if you were to give me $1,000 starting off now versus $1,000 when I started off back in 2011, I would be choosing two completely different things on where that money should go, right? So it's like, it's not just about saying I need more money because right now at your at the stage that you're in, assuming you're kind of more in like the beginning Intro level, still trying to figure things out. If you're requiring, if you think you need more money, that money, most of that money will go to waste, right? Although, yes, you think, well, I, I really need to spend money on this. I really need to spend money on that. You might think that, but if you get that extra money, right? You have three thousand dollars right now, and you're like, I just need, I just need three thousand more, man. Once I get this three thousand more, I can go get trained. I can get the tools, man. I just need three thousand dollars more. If you get those $3,000, it's not going to make a big difference. You might feel like it is, right? Because you're like, oh, I got more money. Yes, I can go do these things that I think I need to do to be in business. But does that correlate? Does that have a direct correlation to you make more money in the next six months? I'm going to bet on most likely not. And this goes for most people. 
that most things that you do won't have a big yield on your business. Why? Because it's just the way things go. Like out of your entire journey, oh, I got a little pop up here. Um, of your entire journey as a business, like most things aren't going to work out. Like that's the that's the thing you should really comprehend. Most things that you do in your business from now to the next five, 10 years that you're in business, most things aren't going to work out, right? You're going to try out this campaign. You're going to run this ad. You're going to do this post. You're going to offer this service. You're going to do this promotion. You're going to, this is going to be a pricing point. Most things are going to fail. But once you find that one thing that works, you're going to keep on working that. And that compounds over the next months and years that you're in business. But most things that you do, most, you know, most ads, most whatever, most of most of the time, it's not going to work. That's the reality. Most things don't work. And obviously, you're only going to hear about the things that do work because you're going to keep on seeing them because they indeed actually work. So why are you going to stop doing something that actually works? I mean, but just look at literally any company. I mean, the biggest ones that you want, Tesla, Apple, Microsoft, like there's a lot of products. There's a lot of things that they do that straight bomb that didn't make it past a few months before they had to like kill it or switch it up because it just, it wasn't, it didn't bear any fruit. And like, it happens all the time. So it's like, it's kind of naive or ignorant or bliss or whatever you want to call it to say, you know, the next three things that I do, well, they have to work out. It's like, it's just, if you have that mindset, you're already putting yourself in, 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 a, in a box of like, well, it, it didn't work. What? It didn't work. This this one ad that I spent $50 on, it didn't work. What? Well, I'm not running ads anymore. It's like, man, if you have that mindset, just at any time, like any any little, and there's a lesson I have in there where I discuss you're gonna that kinda stop because although the you were kind of so putting all your SEO is search or, or engine optimization, right? Like, well, Ranking your website on the first page of Google for targeted keywords in your area to generate a consistent flow of qualified traffic leading sales, right? That was a big bunch of words, right? But, but but essentially, you want to rank your websites because on in Google, every month, there's hundreds, and depending on where you live, there's thousands of people that search for detailing services in your area. And if you're, if you're one of those pages that gets a rank on the first page of Google, you give yourself the opportunity for people to click on your website to learn more about your business. And the question was, um, well, I, I, I have a lesson in there that says, you know, although we're, we're ranking on the first page of Google to generate those traffic leads and sales, you can't just bank on, you know, you, you just can't put all your all your eggs in one basket to say, once you get ranked, everything else gets fixed, right? Because yes, rank, like, and, 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 just, and this goes for any marketing, not just SEO, but any marketing, running ads, posting on Instagram, creating a blog, like whatever. If you are just so focused on it. Well, I just need to get traffic. That's it. Just traffic. Just traffic. I just need to get traffic to my website. I just need to. Just, I just need to get people on my Instagram account, right? Like that's the only thing you're looking at. That's very short sighted. So, for in, in in the example of SEO, right, getting your website ranked on the first page of Google, getting someone on your website is just one part of it. The next part is that traffic, right? The visitors on your website need to be converted into leads, meaning. Okay, um, someone's browsing on your website, but now how do you get that person to actually take action and to give you a call or to fill out a form or to do some type of next step to reach out to you to inquire about your services, right? Or to just get some information about whatever, you know? So it's not just about saying, oh, well, yeah, once I rank my website, I'm done, right? I, I should be making a lot more money. I should be getting a lot more customers. And it's like, well, that's, that's still just one equation. That's just one little factor amongst the entire customer journey, Right? So you need to look at it in a more holistic view of like, okay, I, I'm ranking, or let's just say, not just ranking, because this applies for anything marketing or for anything in your business. 
is looking at everything, the entire customer journey. So one, it's generating traffic, right? Whether that's from Instagram, that's on, you know, people landing on your Instagram to send, sending you sending you a DM, whether that's taking Instagram traffic and, and, and driving them to your website, whether it's ranking your website on the first page of Google, whether that's generating traffic through ads on Facebook or YouTube or Google, like, you know, it's just generating traffic. So from that traffic, you have to convert them into a lead, right? So they land on your Instagram accounts. How do you get them to send you a DM? They land on your website. How do you get them to send you an email or to pick up a phone and call you or text you? So those are the two steps right there. Generating the traffic and then converting that traffic into a lead, right? And you might be saying, okay, well, all right, someone reached out to me. They're going to book with me, right? No, not really. Now it's how do you talk to them? How do you communicate? Do you convey your services properly? Do you, you know, really care about the customer and talk to them and ask what they need and what they're looking for and and you give them the best recommendations and it's like okay well I did that now what well now let's see of those that turn into leads and those that you're talking to only a small amount of those will convert into actual customers right and then it's like okay well that's good it's like well you're, you're not done there yet right you just booked them to the customer into the calendar now you need to go and service them delight them as a customer and make sure that they're super satisfied with your services so they can one be happy and pay you and, and, and be happy to recommend you. Two, leave you a review. And three, have them as a repeat customer, right? So like that's the entire journey, a shortened version of it, but that's the entire customer journey with your business. And, you know, you can't just pick on one thing. It's like of those four things, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to focus on, or not not focus on, but it's like uh, if you're only worried and concerned about this one specific thing, it's like ah, that, that, that's short-sighted, you know? It's like, yes, you need traffic, Yes, you need to convert that traffic into leads. Yes, you need to have great customer service and you know proper you know good sales skills to convert that lead into a customer in your calendar, right? And it's like, well, you also have to be a good detailer and offer great customer service so that way they are happy with the experience and they're willing to call you again. And so it's like it's it's hard to say that one of those things changes everything, right? Well, what what does it matter if you have a great customer experience and you're the best detailer if no one's calling you, right? And and what good is it? What good is it if you're having all this traffic to your website or to your Instagram if no one's turning into leads or or you know a, a small percentage of those are turning into leads, right? So it's like it's hard to just say. Well, it's just that one thing. It's that one thing, right? Now, of course, there are levers that you that you push and pull depending on where you are with your business, right? If you, if you have no traffic, if you don't have any customers right now, yeah, the first lever you want to push on is traffic, right? Is that search engine optimization? Is that Facebook ads? Is that Google ads? Is that YouTube ads? Is that posting on Instagram? Is that, you know, what is that? But that would be your fo- your first focus. Your, your your one thing right now could be generating traffic. Once that's kind of working, it's okay, what's the next thing then, right? I, I have traffic, but I'm still not getting any customers. Well, why is that? Is it, is it you're not converting that traffic into leads? Is it that, you know, what is the next step? So there's always going to be a one thing based on what you're currently doing, right? You, you can't you can't be at step zero and not have traffic, not have leads, not have customers. And the primary thing you're focused on is, how do I be a better detailer? Well, you're missing three steps before that, you know? So it's like, depending on where you are with your journey will dictate what you should be focusing on. But don't ever think that it's only one thing that, like there's only one other thing that you have to do in order to change everything. Like it's, it just, it doesn't happen like that, right? Once you hire someone, it's like, okay, I hired someone. It's like, well... What about the onboarding? What about the training? What about the, you know, checking in on them every two weeks or 30 days to make sure that they're good, that they're doing good? How do you continually train them? How do you get them better? It's like, it, it's just more things come on top of, you know, what you're working on because that's that's simply how the process works. It's 
you have to keep on pushing forward for that next thing in order to see that compound growth that you want to see months and year after year. It's just the way it works. So I'll actually end it right here just to keep this podcast rather short. And actually, one other thing I'll, I'll, I'll touch on is that, and I said this in the beginning, that there is no one way to grow your business, right? Because I, I just I have one more bullet point that I have to cover. Um, but it's very true. Like, don't get fooled by Instagram. If you see someone posting, it doesn't matter. Stories, reels, uh, search engine optimization. They have a website. Whatever you see, whatever you think that they're doing to be successful, you don't know how successful that they actually are. You Like they're posting photos and videos and foaming the car down and paying corrections, ceramic coatings and interior cleanings, and you don't know what's actually growing their business. You don't know if they're actually profitable. You don't know if they're just one week away from closing down their doors because they don't have enough money. Like you don't know because you simply don't know. So don't look at anyone else and say, hmm, well, he's posting photos on Instagram. So I guess I'll post photos on Instagram and well, this is how he's doing his caption. So I'll do my caption like that as well because he's busy and I want to be busy. And why would I not copy someone that's successful? Not saying what they're doing doesn't work. It's just like you truly don't know, even if you copy their exact strategy, how they take photos and posting it the same way that they do. It doesn't guarantee any similar results. Why? Because everything is different. How you post, your business, your area, your pricing, your services, the type of customer you're trying to attract, your market, like everything affects how you run your business. So don't look at anyone and say, okay. And, and, and it's not bad to like, you know, get inspiration or to kind of look up to someone and say, okay, wow, like he's grown this much and this and this and this. That, that, that's amazing. Like I'd like to grow that rate or I'd like to be at, at that point at some time. But don't say, okay, well, this guy did X, Y, Z. So I will exactly to the T do X, Y, Z, right? And, and, you know, maybe instead of doing X, Y, Z, you have to do X, Z, Y, you know, whatever that means. But it's like, it might not, it's not going to be, it's not going to be an exact process of the exact way that they did it. It's just, it's just not the way it works, guys. It's not the way it works. You got to build your own business. You have to focus on yourself. And at the end of the day, you know, you have to test what works for you. You have to see what works for you. And often, you know, most things are going to fail. If someone just says like, yeah, man, every, every time I do this and I do that, it succeeds or or I get great results, it's like, mm, I don't know about that. And, and you know, that comes directly from me too. Most things that I do, whether it's on Detail Groove or our detailing business or on Proper Care or posting videos or what, it's like most things don't work. But once you find those things that do work, well, you're going to keep on doing those, right? So now I'll end the podcast episode right here. If you uh, want the ultimate guide to start your detailing business, you can check the show notes or the video description box down below, whether you're listening to this on audio only or if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, you can also check out my second YouTube channel, the Proper Care channel. That's where I talk and teach everything detailing related as we'll also have products launching sometime in 2022. Could not tell you when, but at some time in 2022, we'll have some products launched. But until then, thank you very much for checking out another podcast episode. Glad you made it all the way to end and I'll talk to you on the next one. Bye-bye.